Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. This week, we're going to be doing a brief dive into patch 6.45. Nothing too crazy. Not going to get, uh, not, not going to dedicate too much to one particular topic. Consider this more of an overall. We'll do something on Criterion more in depth probably later down the line, like we do for Savages and Ultimates and all that good stuff. Uh, but you know what? I think we're eager to get to, to the weekend, and some people are eager to do their final prep for FanFest next week. Reminder, we will not be having a show, but please, if you are going, please refer back to our episode with all the tips and advice on how to stay alive in Vegas in July. Ugh. And hopefully I won't be down one host by the end of it. I'm one of them, Mr. Happy, and joining me is uh, Sly, of course, as per usual. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing okay. How are you? I am exhausted uh, for a number of reasons, but... Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm in one piece at the moment. I'm see you in one piece. I'd like to see you survive the week. Yeah, I mean it's 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 another you know it's another prog week. It's another busy week. I have, I have some other stuff to do this week as well. And not to mention uh, something else that's gotten me just more tired than usual. Sly, I have a metal DVR pad on the way. Oh boy! But what I've been doing ahead of the DDR pad getting here is I've just been playing the songs on the screen, and I just do the movements just to get my body like the muscle memory back. You know why is that a shaking your head moment? That's good exercise. Because I, I I know I know I've seen you in DDR, and it's like it's it's a side of you that I didn't think existed, but once I saw it, I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> well he actually yeah. does this yeah no i i do I, I was competitive when i was young so i'm uh i'm not trying to go competitive but we're not yet. young anymore doesn't mean i can't feel young sly <sighs> you know it's funny the whole playing without a pad thing you know why that's like really a thing because that's something we did why? back in the day because you'd go to the arcade and it cost a dollar for three songs. I'm not trying to pay that mm-hmm. for three songs. So you watch someone else play and you stand behind them out of their field of view and you just practice behind them for free. <laughs> trying to save money at you the got, arcade. You got to game the system a little bit. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Listen, if I have to pay a dollar to be on the machine, I'll pay nothing and stand behind the machine. <laughs> that's what you had to do, especially because I went every Saturday. So it was like every three songs is going to be a dollar. I wasn't trying to do that. Yeah, and if there's a line, Sly, do you know do you know how arcade lines work? Yeah, the coin, the coin trick. Yeah, the coin trick. You put the coin on on yep. right on it. Um, yep, um, yep. Just like signal your place in line. Classic. See, no, no. My my thing, my thing back in the day was initial D machine. So like they had the card that you would have to put in to like yeah it, that save your card and everything. You just put your card on machine to signify that you were going next so yeah yeah i understand yeah that's good see it's a good memory see this is the boomer talk where we talk about uh when people oh, yeah. used to go to arcades yeah when we had to play video games outside our house yeah Ooh. what fucking idiots <laughs> what idiots we were the technology that we had all right we have a new guest <laughs> by the way we have a new co-host as per usual it would appear all right Anyway, we should probably get to talking about 6.45. Before we do, sponsor shout-out. Thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon for supporting. They don't have to. They choose to. All our content is free on YouTube. So we appreciate anyone and everyone. 
quick warning to anyone who has YouTube Premium. I'm sure you got the email, but they are raising the price on YouTube Premium to $13.99 a month. I think it was $12.99 before. But if you didn't know that, quick heads up because uh, I have it and I got that email and I was upset. It was funny because Twitch Turbo, everyone's like, oh, they raised the price to match YouTube Premium. Premium's like, hold on. Hold up. <laughs> if they can hold do up. it, so can we. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, and then, of course, shout out to Steel Series. We always have the discount link. We have all sorts of affiliate links and discount links under the stream. But thank you to Steel Series in particular for sponsoring. So, with that, Sly, mm -hmm. we have to face one very, very sad reality this week. What's up? We are, and I know this isn't entirely true, but it's mostly true. We are entirely on copium mode for 7.0. Because 6.5 is like a done-in-a-day style patch, like most odd numbers are. And we are... And then you just tied yourself until 7.0. We're on the last raid tier. We have both ultimates out. Criterion 2. There is one more Criterion. We don't know how that's going to go and you know what, what adjustments are going to be made. But we are... Man, you think they have to... You think they have to make some form of content to kind of like... Yeah, you can kind of like do this and... Until 7.0, like, like something. They but said they had stuff planned, but I don't think it's a thing that they have planned. Like, like one thing. I think it's like sprinklings. <sighs> I mean, if it's a thing, if it's, if they said it's a thing, I, I think it's kind of a, a big thing. No. Like something, something to keep your attention for a while, like for a while and then, have you seen these like, relics? It's. <laughs> We're not talking about the relics. So we'll we are, it, just but, not um, yet. <laughs> not yet, not yet. I mean, you want to talk about it? I could sum it up in Tomes. one word. Tomes, yeah. Tomes. All right, all right, so cool. We talked about relics. Great. Um, some form of Eureka-ish content would, like, tie people over for... The good news is, Sly, if you've never done Eureka before, that will be what tides you over because you'll be doing it for the first uh, time. Not the way. old ones, though. I want new shit. Uh, and I know you do, too. I know you want to solo some some bosses and shit. Like, yeah, like, something for everybody. Something fun for the whole family. Give us that. And trust me, if it's fun for me, it's not fun for the rest of my family. <laughs> <laughs> I can wholeheartedly assure you of that. But I mean, that's, that's the reality is this is officially the start of just prage, prage mode, just, just hoping for news and, and like any sort of tricklings we can get. And again, we know they have plans, plural, but we don't know what they are other than the obvious 6.5 and 6.55, which, mm -hmm. you know, we're actually going to be getting our first peek at next week. You know, a little early, but at FanFest, they are, the live letter theme is 6.5 part one. So, you know, we're not going to have to wait that long to start getting our next kind of news cycling, but it's really the expansion because now everyone's just thinking about what's coming next and what's going to change and what's going to be new and are they going to fix this or are they going to add that? And that's, that's going to be where all the discussion is. And I suspect we will probably have a lot of shows that are forced discussion on a lot of those topics. It's a scary time, Sly. 
But yeah, Sly, it's scary. If 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 somebody's tired of playing fourteen, should they a keep playing begrudgingly, <laughs> b take up a new hobby, c play something else, or d give up and stare at a wall? Well. We have a good demographic already in A that will play this game till like they fucking pass out. So there, there's that demographic. B, yeah, go go build a gunplay or something. Yeah, go go order from Bandai. You know. The, the uh, chat chat figured it out. The answer is actually E, all of the above. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Keep logging in every week, even though you don't need to. Take up something new that you quit in two months. Play a different game that you finish and then get depression about, and then stare at a wall. Yeah. So yeah, all the above. <laughs> perfect. 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 Well, we do have this week's patch, at least as a mm. point of discussion and as a point of both joy and grievance across many facets, and will okay. be the center point of a topic for a future show as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean that because there's going to be a recurring theme with everything we talk about. And at the end of the show, I want, well, not at the end, but when we've gone through all the topics, I want to see if you can find the common thread. You might be able to find it without even getting that far into the show, to be fair. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Okay. Bit of a mystery. I'm giving, I'm giving you a bit of a mystery for the show. Doesn't help that yeah. I'm also trying to do that to distract from the razor sharp claws on my leg at the moment, but <laughs> that is uh, that is what it is. So first, I think we should start with the simple stuff. Relic, Tom's done. Um, next up, uh, no, come on. This is, listen, I know. I mean, what else? What else can you say? How do what they, how do they say? Was, look? Is the story good? I don't care about spoilers for this one. To be completely clear, I the I story. The story is non. It's something like. Are you kidding me? The cutscene for Mandarville was pretty good this time, and I mean specifically the weapons, not not. Oh, uh, for for actual actual Hildebrand. So for no, even even the okay, Mandarville we... weapon themselves has a couple cutscenes where they where they resolve some issues between our our fine faring gentlemen. Oh yeah, the drinking cutscene. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just have one or two, and then. To see the all the bottles just pile up on the table. See, I actually have liked these small details. One thing that the Manderville weapon has done since the beginning, it started on an incredibly strong note in terms of why mm-hmm. it was being made. And that mm-hmm. has been intermingled into the Hildebrand quest and has kind of done this back and forth. Where, like, when Godbert enters the Hildebrand quest, it's on the quest for the Manderville weapon, but then it like uh-huh. meets and converges and like diverges at like several points throughout the storytelling. And that mm, is yep. like one point that has worked well. And this one, of course, comes with the hilarious drinking scene where I don't think we've ever actually witnessed Geralt get drunk. Like I think he always no. talks about it, but we've never mm. seen him drink. Even if half of it was carrot juice in this particular case. Yeah. But. He uh, 
My man, my man got twisted. I, I think he was sloshed. I think he was sloshed well before the carrot juice, and he like they just gave him carrot juice to just slow him down. Like he, he's already done. It's funny because I feel like he was sloshed like four drinks in, and probably yeah. Like I was like, I thought he would be able to hold this liquor way better than that. Come on now. Yeah, apparently, this is this is the good stuff, though. Apparently, just because it's the good stuff doesn't mean it has to be the hard stuff. You know, like it's like you can you can have a a good cocktail. You know, get a nice Manhattan. You know, get an old fashioned or something. But four of them doesn't have to send to you. <laughs> My man was sent like four yeah. four drinks in, and eventually landed on hallucination, mm-hmm. which. Uh, I have to know, Sly. You're given a choice to lift him up or put him down. Yeah, lifted him up. I put him down. <laughs> oh God! I was like, "You're a you're a worthless second rate hack," and he's like, "You always were honest with me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. And like scenes like that have been really good for it, but we at least understand why we're just getting meteorites pretty much the entire time now? <laughs> a chondrite in this case? Yeah. And this is where, like you said, it converges. With Hildebrand, yeah. And this is where, yeah, this is where I feel we kind of jumped the shark a little bit. I think the shark jumped us. I'm not really sure anymore. <laughs> Alright, so... With the weapons, before we move on to just Hildebrand proper, I liked my monk weapon. Unfortunately, it faces the same dilemma all monk weapons face. It is always up against the Spherai, and that has mm-hmm. always, since the beginning of monkdom, been like one of the most ideal monk weapons they could have put into the game. Yes, there's kettles. Yes, there's sh- shiny weapons. There's ultima weapons. There's ultimate weapons. There's other relics. They're all great, and every time they add a new monk weapon, you're competing against a massive wall of good-looking weapons. <laughs> so, that's all there is to it. I don't know how the Dragoon Spear looks. It's pretty. I'll say it's pretty. It's, it, it, it's, it's up there with, I'd say, top five. Top five Dragoon weapons. Okay. That's 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 a decent amount of positive ones. I like it. Yeah, the chat chat seems to concur that the Dragoon yeah. Spear is of the better ones, so you got lucky on that. Yep. I'll have to take a look at the other seventeen of them. When I get them. I have eighteen of the nineteen base weapons, and I've upgraded a few of them along the way. Now m- my question is like the eye level question. Seeing as how this is a raid tier and, you know, there's not much to look forward after this. I mean, what are you going to use it? What chance, like, what are you, what content are you really going to use it on? Sly, I have two, I have two answers to that question. Okay. Number one, every single expansion the jobs I don't play, I accidentally destroy whatever tombstone weapon I used to level it or was holding mm-hmm. on to to actually even change to the job. Mm-hmm. These are what I call the just-in-case-I-deleted-every-other-weapon 
for those jobs. <laughs> and I know how I know that's what they're going to be because today I went to get the Astro one and realized I had no Astro globes except for the Blades one. <laughs> wow. So I had to go to my retainer and get the Astro globe to make sure I could even equip Astro to then go get the Mandeville weapon. So that'll be especially true for Sage and Reaper. Number two is that I have a strong need to have lots of things. And these are lots of things. <laughs> That's it. Because I'm not the target demographic for these, even though I'm a firm believer. The second you have obtained an item, doesn't matter if it's the ultimate weapon, doesn't matter if it's a relic, it doesn't matter if it's your savage weapon or the tombstone weapon upgrade. What you have acquired is glam in the making. It's functional now, but glam for the future. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm for every weapon, obviously. But I'm talking about in the now. There is nothing to in use the it on now, now Sly. <laughs> I ha- I'm this on almost two jobs, Sly. Right. For um, Now, this is just you. Yeah. This is just you. Going outside of you, for someone who's you know, still... Maybe working on, working on Prague, working on any, any, anything and everything. Compare what? it to, compare it to a, compare it to a un, um, upgraded tome weapon. It's still on. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Uh, t- at the moment, if you're not a raider, it takes seven weeks to get a single tome weapon. Unupgraded. Or. If you're not a raider. If you're not a raider. Yeah. If you are a raider, you can get lucky and then get tome and have. It's not even about getting tomes. lucky, Sly. Everyone passes on that shit every week. I just take it. I just, I just collect a mountain of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so if you are not getting the tome weapon, or you are not getting multiple, this becomes your okay. I play more than one job. This is my next best option. Especially if you also don't do extreme trials, which then means. You literally are, you're getting an item level upgrade at that point because you would have a crafted weapon at best on top of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and even if you do have Golbez weapon, it is better than the Golbez weapon. It is. Yeah. And this is the one where you get to choose the substats as well. Nice, easy choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, as chat might argue, apparently... you may not need a better weapon if you're not a raider, but people still want a better weapon. Which is true because it, like, it is currently this or top in ESR? So it shouldn't be because this is 645. It's going to get down synced. Um, now, because there's no materia slots, it might work out that way. In fact, it probably does. But I'm... Well, okay, so unfortunately, my dumbass was going to say the dumbest thing. If you have the weapon from Ultimate, it's probably the best weapon for Ultimate still. <laughs> But if you do not, it will be best for top and DSR strictly because of no materia slots and the added substats. Yes. Yeah. That'll do the trick. So there's that. Uh, I don't think that's going to fix anything for anyone. But at this point with top, take every advantage you can get. Yeah. Because... You want every reason to not blame crit RNG on your top loss. I advise you to still blame crit RNG, but because we're still at that point. Because yeah, we're still at that point. 
And realistically, that's going to get even easier. Don't forget, 6.5 is going to have the new left side bis for top. Dungeon gear will be 635. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So between this and that, uh, you should be good. I'm fairly certain when this upgrades to 665 as well, the amount of substats that get trimmed off is less severe. So I think it becomes even better at 665 if memory serves with the way they do synced gear. I'm sure chat will feel free to correct me on that. But I think that while already missed now, I think it becomes even better at 665. But it's been a while since I've looked at how downsinking works with all that stuff. So my memory is probably not entirely honed in on that. But see, useful. So what are you doing top? <laughs> when I get the fucking time. So you're never doing top. <laughs> <laughs> or if some if somebody like drags me into it, yeah, I'll probably end up doing it. Oh man. Yeah, they'll be better than the six. Well, I mean, I know they'll be better than the six sixty five raid weapon, but I was specifically referring to top. And yeah. DSR. They're not jewelry. Do the dungeons have... Oh, yeah, they do have jewelry. I don't know why I said left side. Is that right? Is it left and right side? Yeah. Why am I thinking only left yeah, side? They have both. Yeah, it has both. Why am I saying left side? It's best for both. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I've, I haven't collected gear since T. It's been a hot minute. Either way, useful. Now, moving on from useful, we have the Hildebrand quests themselves, which not, not that they're not useful, but not the key word I would use to describe them. If you could describe these Hildebrand quests in one word, and not a word that's generic like crazy or stupid, something that is descriptive. I can give you three letters. Interesting. WTF. That's, okay, that's three words that you've now turned into letters, but you know, we treat WTF as one word, so I'll take it. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, uh, for a word. Meme. Insightful. Sure. Let's go with that too. <laughs> so you know how, you know how we've always had the meme of, uh, of the guy from the history channel going, Allegans. Yep. We now revert it back to its original state. Aliens. Aliens. Now, it's Aliens. funny because we're saying that, and it's still technically not a spoiler, because Poopoo is very obviously the forefront of this entire thing. And obviously, we've been dealing with Delian and uh, his stupid article that apparently a lot of people read. A lot of people read it. Like, and he's surprised. Like, wow, I have readers. Yeah, every time he goes someplace, I was like, every yeah, patch, <laughs> every patch. Wow, you, you read my paper? Hmm? Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're okay. trying to stay informed. It's he's like, and, and also they actually kind of under under their breath, kind of mock him for it. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just trying to see all the crazy things that that are happening out in the world. <laughs> it's like they don't even believe it. They see it as like fictional work. <laughs> And the ones who do believe it, of course they believe it. We went to fucking space. Of course we believe it. There's been dragons flying around there from space. We fought a giant robot from space. 
And now we have our tiny little alien friend from space. But we also learned we have other friends from space, apparently, now, Sly. Yeah, we do. Uh, now, it doesn't start with that revelation. It starts kind of standard no. Hildebrand, you know, where, you know, there's uh, Poopoo's sick, you know, because he's an alien and nothing makes sense. We have to remind everyone how smart Brandy Hilde is, which if if the mind prison or the, the, the mind whatever isn't a fucking emote, at the end of this expansion, the, the end Walker will be. Which one? Ultimate. Which one? Brandy Hills or Hildebrand's? Both. One I don't with care. the drawings. Give me both. Oh, okay. Brandy Hildes, if I have to choose, Hildebrand's, if I have the option of having both. That's it. That needs to be the Mind Palace. Sorry. No, if we're Hildebrand, it's a prison. For Brandy Hilde, it might be a palace, but for Hildebrand, it's a fucking prison. And we're all stuck inside. So we basically just go through a quick thing of, you know, finding some stuff to make a, a concoction for him. Dr. Lugay is still infuriated, and that's where we get to see Hildebrand's mind prison, which is far less functional than Brandy Hildy's mind palace. But all the same, we get to see more sports. <laughs> we had soccer. Oh boy. Soccer, last patch. Soccer, football, last patch. And this one we get basketball. <laughs> Ball is life. Nashu out here balling. Like she play collegiate. <laughs> Let's go. Set us up for the alley oop. Yo, we got the hops though. Did you see the Jordan bows? Yeah, of course I saw the Jordan. Yeah. I, I saw it as a Lollafell, so it doesn't have quite the same the same impact, <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we had volleyball yeah. too. We had volleyball as well. Volleyball, football. Yeah, we're just, we're balling out here. Yeah, ball is life. There you go. <laughs> Not sure. What? I don't know why this obsession with. Her form was, balls. her form was so <laughs> fucking perfect, too. I'm like, I'm just in here looking at the cutscene and where did she learn this? I mean, she's, you saw her at the gold saucer throwing them basketballs. She, she's, she's on her game, man. We ain't gonna call them Jordans. We're gonna call them Nashus. <laughs> oh, that's a double pun. I didn't because they're shoes. They're Nashus. Ah. Oh my god. Ah, I didn't even do that on purpose, but I realized uh, it immediately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't thank him for that. No, please do. There we go. <laughs> Listen, if I have to endure the blitzball memes, this is what they get in return. Okay? That's it's it, we're even now as far as I'm concerned. Are we? Yes. No, you're not. Actually, I could do way worse and we still wouldn't be even. I won't, <laughs> but I could. That's all that matters. So we we put Dr. Luge back into Team Rocket's blasting off again mode. And uh, I'm sure he'll come back one more time. By the way, by this point, is it just me or has that Lollafell gotten way too brave in the recent in this patch? Oh yeah, he's gotten he's gotten a little more. He's gotten a little more. I mean, yeah, like this patch, you you can see him just run toward the screen instead of just staying back in in, in the cut where he usually stays. <laughs> My favorite. Was when we go to, uh, when we go to, um, what, what you call it, Charlian? Yeah. Yeah, Labyrinthos. And he gets caught by, 
and starts freaking out. <laughs> Cease. Cease. What everyone really wants to say, the little fucking creep. Just be yeah. like, please, cease. Stop. Stop. But he's like in every cutscene, he's like easily like he used to be kind of a thing to see him kind of off to the side. But now mm-hmm. he's like he's unmissable, which means he has to right. be part of the next quest more directly. Cause like he's really unmissable this patch in particular. Until until that time he got stopped and then we don't see him anymore. I honestly, I was still looking for him. I was like, he found a way. Yeah, I was kind of too. I was like, make making sure like, did he get by somehow? Get by? Had to have. I would. I would. I. I still honestly, I think he probably was there, and I just didn't notice. Somehow, just more, just more clever. Be funny if that during that whole quest, if he went back up to the elevator, he's just there freaking out. I should have checked that actually. Yeah, I should have too. Yeah, somebody, somebody. If if that's the case, somebody will say something on the internet. Thankfully, or you can new game plus it. Not doing that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so then we go into Charlian and, you know, Godbert's there to find some old relic. We're trying to find out more information about Poopoo's friend, which we do. We found out that he's fine and he's traveling around and he's just, he's, he's going, he's, he's, he's having his own adventure. Poopoo's mm-hmm. But Godbert finds the Illuminati box and Poopoo recognizes it. And what he says next both is equally as believable and equally as I'm, I can't believe I'm genuinely surprised that Manderville has dropped this lore bomb on me. <laughs> he says, I can tell you how to use this device. It is, it is used to, to inscribe images on and is a commonly used by the Mandervillians, one of our neighbors on our planet. <laughs> Like, it's like a neighboring planet they do trade with. And then mm-hmm. Godbird and Hildebrand are like, Excuse me? Hmm. What? <laughs> Delian even asks, like, a cutscene or two earlier, like, Are you sure you're not an alien? He goes, Just to hear. And that's the revelation. We find out that the Mandervilles are aliens. <laughs> Now, sort of from from that, are we are we under the assumption that they're goblins? That they're what? Goblins. Yes, <laughs> we are under the interpretation <laughs> that they are all goblins. <laughs> huh. Because there are goblins in all... I, okay, so here's the more likely thing, Sly. I think they just use goblins as a joke for, like, everything, and thus they use them as goblins in the cutscene. Yeah. My headcanon wants to believe, however, that they are all goblins. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we see... We see, uh, like... The Coblin uses the basketball, and then as soon as it's, like, done, it just walks away like nothing happened to it. So it's Manderville tough, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But the big thing with the Mandervilles is that they're they're parasites. They're not, like, necessarily Coblins, but, like, it's... they, They 
can like maybe they like commonly attach to goblins. The question becomes when the Mandervillians fleed from their home planet, which was apparently lost to Medion. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's a whole nother can of worms. Imagine if we had gone to the fucking Ultima Thule and the fucking Mandervillians had shown up at the end of, of Endwalker instead of the Omicrons or the dragons. Imagine if they fucking showed up. <laughs> Square just had this in their back pocket since forever. Yeah. They've just been waiting. This has been waiting. To be fair, they probably would have just been there as coblins or something, but not, not here in males. Because we learned that when the Mandervillians mm. landed on Etheris, they were close, they were sick and dying and needed a partner. <laughs> And he happened to find a Huron man who was sick and dying and didn't care about his body being used. And they became the first, like, Mandervillian Hure in that of Godbrand. And the rest is history at that point. Apparently, it's been, apparently they just keep marrying women who love frying pans and, and using them as weapons. And they have a child that looks like uh, Atreus from God of War. Mm-hmm. And that's just apparently how things just keep going. The question, beca- and I think they say that when they produce offspring, they have the Mandervillian cells in them. So mm-hmm. they remain strong. Which is weird. But that's still not even all the mystery. Yeah, because Godbert says he alludes that he's like wait wait how does it pass on because our family tree you know what never mind makes it sound like at some point they skipped a generation via like adoption or something Mm. so there's something else happening here (laughs) there's still a mystery at large but i'm still i'm still like again going back to to the the picture like i'm still wondering like why was a Julian lookalike there? Oh I'm saying God. that's why they How? marry they marry women who use frying pans as weapons. Apparently, genetically, they're just attracted to that type of woman. But Julian has like Manderville strength, strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even I think Delian goes. But wait, Delian, yeah. What about yeah. Julian? I was it Delian who asks that, or no? It? I don't think it was Delian. It was Nashu. Oh, it was, was Nashu. Yeah, Nashu goes. But what yeah. about what about Julian? Why is she so strong? Maybe maybe the cells are like maybe it's like like a venom carnage situation we have going on here, where like the tiny bit of venom reproduces. And then, you know, latches on to, 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 to Cletus Cassidy. Maybe it's like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's an STD. Would you be surprised at this point? <laughs> you got the Manderville. Yeah, you got the Manderville. <laughs> you, you got the Godbert. <laughs> I'm sorry to Got some that. of this Manderville in you. You got the... You got the Manderville. Please wrap up next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see the doctor diagnose that shit. Oh my god. I wonder what the what the scientific term ends up being. <laughs> you got the. 
house. He got the. I went out Saturday night. You know what? I got me some of that. Mmm. <laughs> there we go. Oh man, you should go get that checked out. <laughs> I don't think that's more scientific oh, of a term, but yeah, no, we'll go with that. Oh man. Yeah, there's gonna be this. Yeah, Deep Manderville lore was also not on my bingo card. <laughs> no, it's it's an either. answer with so many questions to come with it. And also, like they watch the whole they watch the whole explanation, and and you know, then they're just in a pool the, of their the own faces. tears. Yeah, the faces, the scary ass faces in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know they love doing that with the faces, with like the blown out yeah. contrast and everything. But no, this one's this one's good. Oh man! And all it does is it just steals their resolve. You know, Godbert now is you know he has the next step. He has his next answers for the weapon. His resolve is even more makes even more sense because now not only does he feel like he couldn't save people on this world, but he learns his ancestors were lost to the same disaster, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I like how he just kind of says it in passing to Geralt, too, when you're doing the quest. He's just like, well, now that I know I'm an alien, you know, that's I guess that's why he couldn't he didn't know how to make these weapons. And Geralt's like. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) You're an alien. (laughs) Oh, man. And then, uh, you know, we go about, you know, just that, that that's kind of like where things technically wrap up for for this because now you just uh you already you already took care of dr luga you found the box you 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 took care of all the important stuff for now but apparently poopoo's friend has been off cloning some evil not i i guess i'll call him evil the 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 merchant the merchant guy who's now making an army of himself i guess under some condition of helping i don't know and I guess they're going to be used as sacrifices for Asura? I don't know. Because <laughs> Asura has to be part of... Has to be a part of, of Hildebrand. They've already alluded to it once. So it's like, it has to be. You alright over there? Yeah. <laughs> I saw you reading something intently. <sighs> <laughs> Worry about later. Business. Business? Oh, I know that. I got, I got one of those popped yeah. up here, right here, in the middle of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I still expect to see Gilgamesh again. I still expect, and we expect Asura to be a part of that. Because we know, they told yeah. us where Gilgamesh went when this came back. I forgot where they said Gilgamesh went. After. Besides the first? I, I mean, they, I, it's just, they, Nashu said Gilgamesh said where he was going. I just can't remember what Nashu said Gilgamesh said when he dropped them when he dropped her off in Thabnair mm. via his portals. So either way, I I expect to see him again next patch at the at the end of it all. So mm. there's that. Another quality Hildebrand quest. Yeah. <laughs> with with a with a lore bomb. Like just Years of what we've known about Hildebrand just shut down in one fucking day by aliens. They are indeed ultra-durable aliens. 
Or at least their genetic cell says that, unless the family tree thing hints that somehow they're not aliens, even if their ancestors were aliens, but they skipped a generation and yet still turned out this way. (laughs) Only time will tell, Sly. But yeah, I, I, I listen. I, not that I'm surprised. I'm saying this. Really looking forward to Hildebrand in six point five, because <laughs> I want to fucking know what's what's going on. Because <laughs> I sure fucking don't. Nobody does. I mean, we're trying. <laughs> At the very least, we sure are trying. <laughs> I just don't know if it's working. Oh man. All right, so that's two things out of the way. Uh, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. do the splendiferous tools or whatever the fuck they're called, the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious tools. I did not either. Tools. Okay, I assumed you weren't because you've been salty about them for a while. I need to look back into them to see like where, like where they're at now, and compared to like their first iteration, and like if they added anything else, great. But just don't. Just don't make it like specifically geared towards manual crafting because hardly anybody does that. Does that unless you're doing expert, which not a lot of people do experts anyway. So, yeah, I'd have to see. What Same are, bonus what stats. Do with crafting next expansion. Nothing. They've already touched it. They don't need to touch it anymore. <laughs> like really, that is what I, was I mean, thinking, really, but you know, really, thinking, like what, what the. Well, I was thinking when you make it really simple like that at base, it gives you room to do other weird things like experts if you really mm-hmm. want to versus having something that's complex and then adding something on mm-hmm. top of it. So in theory, that could happen, but it won't. It's just it could. I mean, it's a question that I'd be down to ask uh, Yoshi P. But, like, again, like, the system just got, I hate to say dumbed down, but simplified. Let's say simplified. Um, like a couple of years ago. So, what really do they need to do to it? I mean, just add something like a content focused around it again. I think without exploration, with without the Ishgard Girl restoration, man. for example, I think people Girl really man. feel that difference of not having Ishgard resto. So, I feel like we'll probably see. I mean, they even joked about Garlem all the resto, and people have been yeah, talking about it for yeah. a while. So. That would probably be the next step, which with probably next expansion if they're yeah. really going to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's really weird because I think, and I'm, I'm going to probably talk about this in great length in a, in a future time, but uh, Endwalker has tried a lot of things that have and haven't worked for various reasons, but it makes you see why Shadowbringers survived the COVID extra time and what about it made it made it work for that time. Ishgard Resto was definitely a part of it. Diadem was definitely a part of it. Boja was definitely a part mm-hmm. of it. Additions like ocean yep. fishing, whereas this is Endwalker's been a lot of trying kind of new basic ideas, variant criterion. Which, it's a rebuilding year, yeah, and then using a lot of time to rebuild. But it's interesting yeah. to have that retrospect on Shadowbringers now because when we were in Shadowbringers, it definitely doesn't feel that way. But when you look back and you think about not having some of those things, it changes the perspective a lot. I just think it's an. I think it's. I think it's an interesting study, and I think it's a, a thing a lot of people don't think about until it just pops into their head. Because like Heaven's Ward, a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, it was." I loved Heaven's Ward; it was great. Meanwhile, I look back and I'm like, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, Stormblood wasn't that good of an expansion," but 
then people look back and they go, man, we had all, we had like the first ultimates added there. We had Eureka added there. We had all this, we had the first like large scale 48 man, like permadeath style raid there. The relics were like, the, like it's just when people look back, like just the, the thought changes entirely, which is not an abnormal thing to do, but it's, we, it's weird to feel that way about Shadowbringers for me in particular. <clears throat> so. I just been looking at N Walker content and seeing stuff like Splendorous Tools and thinking, what else could they do? Like what's what's yeah. what's the pullback when they go back to Ishgard Resto and they go to Garlemald Resto and whatnot? Yeah. I'm very curious. Cause I don't think Endwalker could have stuck its way as successfully through a COVID style delay as yeah. Shadowbringers did. I mean Yes and no. Now, why with yes it, and no? With it being, again, with it being the last, the the final chapter in our in our ten year arc, beginning ten year arc, the finality of, of the story, sure, that's a slight yes. Um. Because you know, after that, like people are wondering, well, where are we going to go from here? What are we going to do? And and you know, having a new, having a quote unquote new beginning would kind of be a good thing. Kind of be a good thing in in COVID. As far as like outside content, outside content beyond that, yeah, you're uh, you're right. I agree with you. Like it wouldn't. Like it doesn't stick. It like it, it. I don't see it surviving. I don't see like a lot of the content like helping people to get through like cabin fever and like all the stuff that went on in the Panda Express. I do think one thing. One thing that's very interesting. Before we get back on topic six point four five, I survived mm. the Shadowbringers content lull, not because of. How do I how do I put this? Because of the delay, I looked at things I would never choose to do in an expansion and chose to do them during Shadowbringers. Like all the all the mounts from all the from all the extreme trials, every relic from Bojja, ocean fishing, triple triad card collection, all of those things I have completely fucking ignored. For years and years and years, and I said, you know what? If patch five point three is going to take a while, if the expansion's going, I I survived off of doing things I only did because Shadowbringers was so long. I wonder see, I was... if Endwalker would have had those activities for me as an individual. Were it in the same scenario, like. What what like what if I just was doing ocean fishing now? Like now we're in the lull for Endwalker, and now is the time I do my world class troller title, you know? Or now is when I do my triple triad collection, and now is when I go back and work on all the mounts, and now is see, when I work on it, all the it's it's back. fair to ask. It's, see, that's the thing. It's fair to ask that of Endwalker because again, we have years and years and years of content that you know you can go back and do. Like whereas, and I was about to um, contrast between. You know, the big lull of fucking Heaven's Ward 
where like you had those months and like like the period like the first big big patch law and i mean we only had arr we didn't have any we didn't have shit to do now we have like this like between between this period between heaven's ward and i mean between um i'm sorry in walker and shadowbringers you still have a lot to do so it's not it's not that bad i mean but there's like a lesser of two evils there and it's obviously it's obviously shadowbringers um, but even still, in Walker, not that bad. So you still have stuff to do. I just I wonder how much people are going to do what we did during the Shadowbringers delay during the natural Endwalker progression because they think with Shadowbringers we were informed about how much longer things are going to take. Endwalker is a naturally longer expansion cycle. Like it's just hey, we're giving our devs two more weeks per patch. We're giving them an mm. extra week off in the summer and winter. All things you love to hear for the devs because you know, the last thing you mm. want ever is to encourage dev crunch. But then product and how much playability and replayability there is is always an important factor. And as such, yeah. when we get through things like Hildebrand and the Mandeville weapon and that's half our patch content midway and it's a day at most versus getting a Eureka or a Bozja that you might technically be able to finish like one job on it in like three or four days if you're really going hardcore – but you've, mm. but that is four times the length of what I have now done in this patch. So that's why I wonder if the difference of like how we interpret, like, I guess how we should use that time is different than how we chose to use that time. Cause in Shadowbringers, I chose to do those things cause I knew it was going to take longer here. I do know it's going to take longer, but it's just normal now. It's not like an abnormal thing where I have to like, Oh, you know, like, oh, it's going to be an extra however many weeks. Let me just do this here and that there, which is what I did during Shadowbringers. I don't know. It's just, I, I just, I'm curious about the psychology of like how people interpret. Cause are people now going to be like, I'm bored. I never did Eureka. Let me go back and do Eureka. I never did Bozja. Let me go back and do Bozja. I haven't leveled my crafters. I haven't leveled my gatherers. I haven't done ocean fishing. I haven't collected triple triad cards. I'm missing this mount. I'm missing that mount. Maybe I should finally go do the variant paths. Maybe I should finally go do criteria. I wonder how many people look at the activities they've just decided before. Maybe I like, I'm not going to do those and go, Oh, I kind of want to go back and do those. Whereas Shadowbringer, that was like super common for people to do. Right. I mean, and then it just goes back to what you were what you were saying at the beginning of the show, the, the A, B, C, or D. Like, you have all these options. You have all this stuff to do in-game. And then you have all these other options. And then, and then, like, even within, like, okay, even within the game itself, if you don't want to do any of that, one thing I've always said the community is really, really good at, making their own content. Doing their own things. So, there's that too. Time to make some jump puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> Needs more jump puzzles. Always need more jump <laughs> puzzles. Uh, yeah, just a curious, curious thought. Um, anyway, we were, well, that was a huge branch off of the Splendorous Tools. Yeah. We were talking about. Uh, so Splendorous Tools, Hildebrand, Godbert, Blue Mage would be the next kind of quick topic to knock out. I haven't done the carnival yet. Um, mm -hmm. the new spells are, there's some that are kind of cool, some that are kind of weird, <laughs> like some really weird ones. Uh, the leveling process. How long did that take you? Oh my I, God. It is the best one. <laughs> really? There is an amazing leveling trick that I found out about right before I started doing it. 
So do mm-hmm. you know about the leeches and the clinoids or the clinoids in the Tempest? Yes. The leeches get eaten by the clionids. That's what they're called, clionids. Mm. If you mm. tag a leech and it gets eaten by a clionid, you just get the EXP for it. So you just literally fish leeches into clionids and they just eat them and one shot them and you just get like 200,000 EXP every time it happens. Damn. It took me about, I, I solo leveled for about probably 30 to 40 minutes and got to like 76 or 77. Then somebody else came and started killing mobs for me and that did, and that was another like 15, 20 minutes. But like solo, you can probably do 70 to 80 like that in, in an hour ish. Like it's going to depend on rested XP and, you know, if you had food on and, and the EXP earring, if you have it from the pre-order bonus and all that stuff. But yeah, you're looking at like a solo experience of that method. The only problem is if anyone else is doing it at the same time, that shit gets Final Fantasy XI competitive. Bass. <laughs> and we have ruined it for people. Sorry. No, most people have done it. Like the people who wanted to do oh. Mage, when I, like, like, yeah, you might still encounter someone out there doing it, but you can also just go to, oh, Go to Dynamis. Nobody fucking plays on Dynamis. Perfect. <laughs> That's it. Just and go to Dynamis to do it. <laughs> Dynamis. Thank you. Thank you, Square Enix, for Dynamis. You, you've just shifted the population of Dynamis. Thank you, Happy. There we go. We found a use for Dynamis. That's it. We're, we're done. Wrap it up. We can keep them now. We don't have to send them back. We're good. There we go. You're welcome. It's not going to help your duty finder at all, but you're welcome. (laughs) Oh, man. The Blue Mage data center. Great. The limited data center. (laughs) It's more true than one might assume. Slide, do you know what happened to me when I tried to do a video on Dynamis? Absolutely nothing because you could get you could probably hard precisely. <laughs> like I could have told you that shit from the jump. My God, so I, I went to Dynamis, sat in Limsa Lominsa, sat in queue for God knows how long. Got up, used the restroom, came back down. An army of Lollafells found me, and I queued into something with them just to have something. Quite frankly, it was the best data center experience I had. But you know. Hmm. And then I left and never went back, <laughs> which was realistically the best decision I made. <laughs> I'm not even going to humor that anymore. That all, oh, dude, that could be, you know how they do like 10 hour watch this video challenges? Ten, yeah. 10 hours will I get a Q and Dynamis challenges? You are terrible. You will eventually get a Q in 10 hours. Y- you will. You will. Don't let this man's jaded view, like, get in your way. You will get a queue in 10 hours. So I, I'm going to queue. Do I'm, shit. I, here's what I'm going to do tonight. Here we go. Tonight. Go. Okay. Realistically, nighttime, not the best time to do it. I'm going to queue no, into the not. Dancing Plague on Dynamis. La, 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 la. I'm going to then go to sleep and see if it's still there when I wake up. Okay, first of all, one, well, there's several problems with this. One, you're going to get kicked. I'm not going to get queued in. 
but I'm still going to know whether or not the queue is You're there. going to get kicked back to the start screen. No, you can just AFK in game now, Sly. The auto kick timer hasn't been on in a long time. Sly, I leave my game on all the time. Mm-hmm. No, the queue does not time out. I've seen 900-minute queues. Wait, the data center queue? I know for a fact the queue times out. Yes, it does. No, the duty finder queue does. The duty finder queue does not. The the the, oh. the going to a data center thing is different. While you're on the data center, the duty finder queue can go infinitely. Hardly anybody does duty finder anyway, though. On either, I ain't got no issues, Sly. Okay, this is skewed. This is already skewed. It, it, like, you've already skewed this in, in favor of it not happening because one, you're going to a relatively lower population data center. Two, you are duty findering. Fa la 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 la. Something that somebody relatively... doing the main scenario would have to do and would not have trust for. relatively older fight that pretty much that is still part of the MSQ that's part of the MSQ yes but again we're talking about Hapsy I can probably figure out it's not it's it's not a mystery why people probably moved over to to Dynamis anyway they are yeah, housing. They are current players who probably have done already everything, and they just moved there just just to have a fucking house. So no, you've already skewed this against like it going well. But see, Sly, if they uh, had okay. stayed on Dynamis and queued after they got their house, there might be things that pop. Instead, they go back to Ether and queue there instead. <laughs> Which is so fucking stupid. People stop doing that. There's a there's a good reason for that. Did you know that the road to 80 buff, you know, the thing they incentivize people, they're like, oh, here's this new data center, here's the mm-hmm. road to 80 buff. You know you can carry that across data centers once you have it? Yep, you sure can. So they yep. go to Dynamis to get it, and then they leave to get better gears. Because <laughs> you can just take road to 80 and just skate right on over to Ether. <laughs> No, DC travel was not a mistake. It, 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 there are good uses for it, but at the same time, you know, the, the one negative that comes out of it is the mentality that you have to go to a specific fucking data center to do content. Listen, I'm not telling you what they should do. I'm telling you what they do. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's it's been this way. It's been this way for God knows how long. Shit, before we even had data center travel, people would fucking pay. Yeah, to go. Yeah, to go Gilgamesh opening do, up. 
Gilgamesh opening up for character creation was like a fucking madhouse whenever it happened. If Balmung or Gilgamesh somehow had character creation or transfers open, you it's people, fucking stupid. People fucking hopped on that shit like twenty five bucks. It is. Sign me up. <laughs> it is so fucking stupid. I'm like, bruh. Like people clear content on every fucking data center. I don't know why they're like this. Yeah, and then Chad brings up Sargatanis would then take the fall over from Greg be like, who's left? <laughs> I kind of blame this on Lucky Boncho. A little bit. It's not. It's on us. It's on everyone. It has nothing no, to do with no, you know how like few it's, people it's, even pay attention to that to that to that thing. But once it did come out once it did come out, everybody kind of looked at what looked at it and like, yeah. Okay. It told so the people who already chance. knew that we were right. <laughs> That's all it really did. <laughs> of course we knew. But yeah, so Dynamis yeah. is the Blue Mage data center. You have officially been elected. Yeah. Enjoy. Um, but only for only for leveling. So for about an hour, you're the Blue Mage data center, and then leave and go back to Ether. Um, I'm sure the carnival is very carnivally. I'm sure it's very similar <laughs> to the other ones where, you know, it's it's a puzzle. It's yeah. a puzzle. And then uh, biggest disappointment, no new Blue Mage mount. They gave us the one mount in Heaven's Ward, and they have since decided, I guess, we don't deserve it. We just don't deserve another one. So, mm. I don't know why we don't deserve one. And that, once again, goes into... I, I, I hope you're remembering all this, Sly. I hope you're remembering it all. I'm going to touch back what? on this in a little bit. All, all, all of it. I remember. Remember all of it. We're going to touch back on that. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Then we finally have the real concept of a patch. Yep. Variant and criterion. I have one thing to say, Sly. What's up? More of the good, more of the bad. More of the bad. That is my going phrase for Variant Criterion. This masterfully created, wonderfully diverse experience and content marred by an inability to motivate. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yep. There you go. So let's start with Variant. Because Variant, hilariously enough, has the best reward structure. Of all of them. Of all of them, yeah. Uh, fitting given it's the easiest mode, but, uh, I mean, there isn't much to say because functionally it is identical. I love the aesthetic. I love the bosses. Mm -hmm. But have you done all the variant pads yet? Yeah. You want to hear something crazy? What's up? I guessed the secret ending on my very first run. How to do it. So you knew to take it down to... I didn't get every detail right. So here's what I got right. We were going through the middle path first, and we get to the room mm -hmm. with the Biako painting. Mm -hmm. And I look, and I was like, the other side of that room is very dim, is not lit, and is very suspicious. I'm sure we're going to have to light these lanterns in order to open a secret path. Now, this is before, like, this is before you saw the mob. 
and you know yeah. about the mob. I didn't even know did. about the lantern mobs or any. I literally, it was my first time stepping into that room. I looked over on the dark side of the room with all the unlit lanterns and went, that's it. Mm-hmm. That, and I had forgotten I did that. My group reminded me. They were like, yeah, you kind of guessed it right the first time we ever came in here. And I was like, what did I say? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. And, and then I was like, oh, right. And then I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, so it's the land, so it is the land, yeah, so you need to pull a mob back and have it, like, hit it with an AOE or kill it next to it or something. Mm-hmm. It was super obvious. It wasn't fucking Neil, Bow, fucking whatever the four emotes were in, in the other one, which I would have never figured out on a whim. I would have had to have read the notes to figure that out, because it says in the notes to do that in, yeah. in Sildine's subterrain. But here I fucking guessed the secret ending on the first try. <laughs> Big fucking brain. Fun boss, too. I'll say that. I don't think it was as good as the Sildene Subterrain boss. The secret boss. Yeah, I, I'll admit. The, the, the Sildene Subterrain boss was, was probably better. Like, a little more challenging, too. I also like the choice of music, specifically, for the Sildene Subterrain mm. one. It was, um, I forget the name of the theme, but it's like the hopeful. And it's the same thing that plays with Emmett and Hithlidaeus when they come out. In um mm-hmm. in Ultima Thule. It plays at a bunch of points, but like that's the time I remember it the most. Um the boss was fine. I, I didn't dislike the boss. I just like the Sildane Subterranean boss. Yeah, Heroes Forge Ahead. Yeah. And I think also that boss being a secret Oh, you know what else made the secret boss not as cool? They fucking put it in the what? trailer. I wasn't surprised. They took the Did they do the same for? No. Did they do the same for Sildene? We never saw the the mammoth until we got there. Mm. So they fucked that up. They shouldn't do that. Don't put the secret boss in the trailer. Because <laughs> by the time I finished the three pads and didn't see him, I went, oh yeah, now I know who the secret boss is. Mm. I, don't, I don't approve of that uh, that line of editing for the trailers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because the other bosses were great visually on their own. There's no reason they needed yeah. the secret boss in the trailer. So. Yeah. I don't know why they did it. Um, I yeah, Rat Jam was cool as fuck. Yeah. Rat Jam was great. I love him. And his story, and, and yeah. his lore is, is infinitely more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. The collector. He's a collector of relics. He's all these. A giant monk treasure. who's a collector of relics. Yeah. Yeah. That is agreed you got to him. Yeah, all the different vices from the different uh from the different endings. And yeah. then and then and then seeing the ending with Hancock, like that was really, really good. That dude, he was cracking me up the whole fucking time. Because every time I said something, he said it two seconds later. He was like, I wish it was brighter, and I was like, There's gonna be there's gonna be mobs that spawn, aren't there? And they're gonna be and they're gonna be they're gonna light it, aren't they? Sure enough, he goes, Mm. he like get what you fucking ask for. (laughs) And the whole time he's like, knowing that we're going in there to find things to help him with his business, it's still hilarious. He's like, wow, look at these ancient relics from this ancient time that have so much meaning and and are are such an important part of history. What should I take? <laughs> the whole time. I think my Falcon and I will take this one and that one. <laughs> and every time you enter, he's like, I'm just going to take something else. 
It was so funny. I loved having Hancock there. He's a very good companion. He yeah. had a lot more Nonimo bridge moments. In case anyone forgot, in, in the original variant with Nonimo, there's a spot where she's walking across a bridge and she asks you not to shake it. But if you then run across the bridge while she's running across it, she's like, I said not to shake it. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. But it also has, like, the Ninja Doggo minion, and it's got the Lamp minion, and it's got the Mount from the 12 Clears, like the other one did. It's got the Umbrella. It's got the coins to buy stuff. It's a, Again, it's, it's like, there's actually genuinely good reason. Like, if I don't want to pay however many million gil for the, for the minion, it's not unreasonable <laughs> to just keep running it to try to, like, get that. And it's also 25 tomes of pop. Like, Variant is, I think Variant is fine. I think they need to do more Variant no matter what happens with Criterion. Yeah. I just want them to add a roulette for it. That's it. And like a roulette that puts you on a path that says this is the way you have to go. And then the other, and then you just, that way it's not like an argument like, oh, this is the fastest path. This, this, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that I think is how to meet the middle ground. Put it in the, yeah, put it in the current, um, things of roulettes. Yeah, just called just called the variant variant roulette. Yeah, and oh, you know what? That's yeah. actually the best. The NPC picks the path. They just tell they, they you just follow. Yeah. yeah, that's the easiest way to do yeah. it. There you go. As I think, I think they're onto something with that. Just as like a casual content, repeatable casual content thing. They just need to flip that last switch of making it so it's has that wider appeal with being in a roulette of its own. Especially if we get a third one, because you know it's just like whatever. You have these three variant dungeons. Mm-hmm. Then after you beat Variant, you move on to Criterion. Just as good as the first one. Okay. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you do a little bit of it, and boy, boy is right. <laughs> it's Criterion is is something. It is, it is absolutely something, man. It's, I, I think I'm ready for it every time. And then like I am, but I'm not at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's weird to describe. But man, is it so good. Like I think whoever does the dungeon boss designs here is like their best, like boss designer. They're just better than, like, entire Savage bosses <laughs> at times. Mm. They just are. And I think I think they said it's the P12 developer did the Criterion bosses. I think they said that in, like, an interview with, like, Famitsu or something. So I, that makes sense because P12 Phase 1 is also, I think, an incredibly high-tier encounter. But they're... It's proof 14 can have amazing four-man bosses, and it should be something more, more frequent. Yeah. Like, I want the unedited versions of dungeon bosses from when they're, like, before they've been toned down. Because I want to know what those are supposed to look like. Because <laughs> these are way too good. Um, what part did you catch? Uh, what's the, uh, what's the armor's name? So the very last boss? Yeah. It begins with an M. Moko? Moko, Moko yeah. Moko the Moko. Restless or something? Yeah. 
because like yeah just doing doing moco in in regular variant and then seeing that that shit i'm like oh fuck <laughs> yeah going from the variant version to the criterion version is a is a wild jump. i think the first boss is probably the most wild jump from well, no, I know they're all pretty equal of a jump from variant to criterion in terms of like how amped up they are. The first boss is what Shishio? Yeah, Shishio. Mm-hmm. Honestly, before even the first boss, the first trash. Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I've never been. I didn't know I was playing a horror game. <laughs> It's like it's like you're playing Slenderman, but you can see him the whole time. <laughs> you know how the first trash pull works? No, I didn't see it. So they give you the they give you the wind and the lightning mobs, the, the Raiko and the Fukos, which you find like in the various paths. I think one of them is when I see how this is gonna go. No, you it's... have no idea, trust me. You do not know how it's gonna go. Wait, 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 wait. Remember near? The, uh, yeah, you mean the, the hallway? Yeah, no, the hallway? no, it's not that. The hallway, but you have to like fight through. You have to like actually fight through AO like wind AOEs and and they're, no, they're, like, there shifting. is something like that though. There is. It's not the first trash pack, but there is something like that. You're actually correct. That is in this dungeon somewhere. Ah, yes, but not here. No, this one is a Yuki, which is the the big lurching dudes. You know the 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 mm-hmm. first the, like the first boss of um, is it the first boss of uh, of the dungeon in Stormblood? The first dungeon in Stormblood. I think he's a Yuki. Uh, Shisui, Siren Song. Uh, yeah, I think the first. Siren boss Song. Is, okay. Yeah, I think the first boss of Siren Song is is a Yuki. I can't remember if it's the first or the second boss. Oh, you mean the ghost, the 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 ghost looking thing? Yeah, the 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 tall looking like dude who's like this. I think it's Shishio the, the, the who shows that, up the, too. The, the, the things that Shishio summons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one of those is walking through the arena, and it's got a God Mode buff on until you kill the other trash, and you have to avoid it while killing the other trash, and it just wanders around. You just have to track its movements and move away from it. Don't be in front of it. If it pull, if you pull it while it's got God mode on, it just <laughs> pimp slaps someone for four hundred thousand damage instantly. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so you're you're literally like there's like knockbacks and point blank AOEs and donut AOEs and conals and you're just like I'm playing dancer like get away from me, get away from me. I gotta dance, I gotta dance, I gotta dance, I gotta dance. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Because he's just, like, two steps to the left, and I'm like... Like I said, it's like you're playing a horror game, because he's just... He's just creeping around the arena the whole time, waiting for you to fuck up. And it's nerve-wracking. Because one mistake... And you have to do that. You have to kill them all without wiping. It's all one boss, essentially. So if you wipe to one of the mobs in there, you have to start the whole, like, navigation over to get around the Yuki. So, uh, yeah. Very fun first trash pack. Very much going to feel like doing phase one of top when you're going through Criterion Savage. <laughs> it's like doing Pantocrator, but not Pantocrator. <laughs> That's how it's going to feel, though. Then you get Shishio as the first boss. He's a nightmare. 
and ask- he's a bit annoying on 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 his base form. He's a bit annoying, not bad, but like hmm. he's on a whole nother level. Oh, oh, fuck! I can. Oh no, the cloud, the clouds. <sighs> yep. Is it even worse than it is in normal? Like, it probably la- well, I'd say it's probably last longer. Like the the amount of randomness, like the. I'm glad. Yeah, deal. yeah. This is exact. So that, yeah, it lasts very, very, very long. <laughs> but that's like hey, I thought that shit lasted way too long in fucking. <laughs> and there's like, more. Bro, there's more over? of them. So the way that it works oh is they actually don't aim at players, those clouds. They aim at other locations that clouds either were before they were sucked up. Or but I feel like it's easier with players, though, because... It would be it, easier like, if they aimed at the players, because then I could fucking bait them in one spot. Like, because, like, in, like, when I did, like, because most of the time I did Chicho normal, like, like, just by myself, just to get the, the rest of the routes. I feel like it's easier when I ran it with people, I'm like... Yeah, this shit ain't half bad. Like, I can actually, I got room for arts and crafts. I can, like, dodge efficiently. You know? Like, and then when it's just you, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I have to have sprint on. I have to, like, use some form they of trickery. I have to just. They don't even aim at players. They just aim at clouds. So they're just fucking all over the place. And they don't seem to pick the same. What I'm willing to bet is there is a pattern where if all four of you stood in a spot, you could probably just move back and forth. Like, I'm sure that's there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but my nickname for that mechanic is good luck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know what to tell people. It's like, uh, good luck. That's the end. But there's also a version of the good luck mechanic where they're wide. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And then the other cloud mechanic is, is, yeah. The other cloud mechanic is weird because there's four possible patterns. Um, it's the one where mm-hmm. it does the line AOEs through the middle of the room with the clouds as well. And then is it Bryce? Are you talking about Bryce? Uh, well, he doesn't always do three. So he can basically suck in one, two, or he three. He can do sets. one, two, or three. Yeah. But there's four. So he so there's two different patterns of clouds. And then he can either mm-hmm. suck in. On one pattern, he can suck in only one or two. And then in the other pattern, he can only suck in two or three. The two or three pattern is considered the suckier one. The one and two pattern mm-hmm. is considered easy. Um, but even the suck two on the big one is not the worst, but yeah, no, he's, he's full of constant disasters. Shishio. Like he's, he is, he is, I think the hardest boss of the three, Hmm. especially because whoever did the most recent raid tier, you know, they had a hand in this because there's a lot of pair AOEs and spread AOEs. (laughs) There is a lot of stack and there's a lot of in and out stack and spread, and in a much smaller space, and in a square and in a diamond. There's just, I mean, it's all of his mechanics from normal except for I think one, and they're all and he, they're all very very well put to use. Mm. After CCO is the near hallway, but it's worse. Huh? Worse than the near hall. <laughs> because it's a long wooden bridge. And there's wind sprites that just move back and forth along the sides. And they just occasionally stop and blast across, like, half of the arena. Mm. 
and they don't go away until you kill all the mobs, and it takes, like, two and a half, three minutes. But, like, even between mobs, you're, like, running from the first mob pack to the second mob, and you're just, like, they're behind you, aiming at you, they're to your left, and they got to cut you off, they're to your right, and they cut you off, and you're trying to do uh, double conal AoE dodges and dodge ultra-fast line AoEs that are coming from the enemies while dodging the line AoEs that are coming from the wind sprites. And a gaze AoE to boot is just... It's a journey. Then Rat Jam is second. Rat Jam! I like Rat Jam. He's a really good boss. I think he's the best balance. Yeah, his mechanics were fun. His mechanics were fun. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like learning the, the difference between the, the, the base, the base, well, the circle change and the triangle change. Like, yeah. And they make really use fun. of that, of course, in Savage. Um, I think he's probably the best balanced boss. He's got some mechanics that are a little easier, some that are significantly harder than Shishio's. Um, mm. so you get like kind of downtimes and uptimes where it's like, it feels like you can kind of breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works really well for the pacing of the boss. It feels like, I'd say it feels more like traditionally savage designed and in the right ways. Not annoying, not, not anything bad. His final mechanic is fuck it. <laughs> He has one where, like, you as a player have to put down towers for other players, but then you also need to make sure you can reach your own towers, and there's, like, a cross AoE at the same time, and every tower hit does, like, 40,000 damage, so you have to, like, heal and mitt between all of them, but they're only two seconds apart, and there's three of them in a row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he actually has Omega Protocol's first mechanic. <laughs> He actually has the first mechanic from top, where it's like two people have to take towers, two people have to take tethers. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. program loop. And it's just this fun <laughs> little, it's easier, but it's just as fun. Yeah, he's very diverse. Oh, you know the mechanic he does where he does the rotating jumps with the giant AoEs? Like cross AOEs that he does that like slowly rotate. They switch per person, don't they? It's a limit cut. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a limit cut based on the direction that he jumps to. So like if he starts in the middle and jumps northwest, he's facing northwest, so it's the front and behind him and to his sides. But then when yeah. he jumps from one to two, he's jumping like cardinal, so now it's like a plus AOE. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I had a a hilarious time that if you uh, remember, oh hold on, if you would indulge me on stream, if you would if you'd like to tune in, I can give you a little uh sure a little preview of of what that looks like. And I can uh, yeah, it's 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 a great little clip that I posted of us very clearly doing the mechanic successfully. Very, very clearly doing it successfully. Um, however, our hubris is um, slightly short-lived. So let me, let me know when you're tuned in with the volume on. Yeah. Okay. You are? Mm-hmm. To dodge, you're going to have to dodge the next jump as soon as you take the first one. See? Knock Makes back, sense. Knockback first. Oh yeah, it does a knockback here too. 
You can see he does that's the big slam. Let's see when he lands on me what it looks like. Easy mechanic. Oh! Of course he does a little Of course he does a little I'm mad. I'm fucking mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I am fuming. Oh, you for. I was like, you know, he has to go back to the middle. Oh, man. Oh, you love to see it. Oh, boy. Easy, mechanic. Easy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so he jumps back in the middle after the fourth limit cut, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one and only time we made that mistake. <laughs> the fucking rat jammer, man. But, like, it's like, that's what I mean. Like, they just, they're just, they're good mechanics. It's just a good dungeon. It's just good fun. Yeah. Just wholesome fun. And then Moko, just this con the constant, the, the, the safe zone AoEs are the big thing. Fuck him. Moko. Moko can eat a fucking dick. I, I know that shit's going to be fucking terrible. I fucking hated it. And I had to, like, like first learning Moko, it's like, oh, you have to adjust to him. Oh, he's, it's boss fucking relative. Oh, okay. And then there's going to be more of him doing the same goddamn thing. And like, yeah, just all you fucking bitches know. Wow, oh, God. Uh, it's actually uh, a little less complicated than it seems. I think he actually is the easiest of the three bosses, but only once you get used to figuring out how the turns work. Yeah. Because that's like 65% of the fight is dealing with those turns. <sighs> Paying attention to him. Like, I like I realized, oh, he actually spins. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And you still have to adjust to him where he is. Perfect. Such a visually satisfying. Like when when you when you get used to it though, like seeing him turn and getting to the right spot. That's a really feel yeah. good mechanic. It's it's a satisfying feeling. Like I mean, do me doing it. So I'm like talking to myself. Like, hey, this ain't fucking bad. It's probably gonna be worse though. Dude, in our clear, he did double back, and he doesn't turn when he does back. So we're just like. Cool, I'll just fucking stand here. Yeah. So, big fan. I, it was a great fight, and I'm glad it was a little easier, because with um, with Sildi and Subterrain, the final boss was the hardest boss. Yeah. So, it was nerve-wracking getting to the final boss, and then being like, please don't fuck it up, please don't fuck it up. Here, he is, I think, the easiest boss, so your real hurdles are the first. I, honestly, the trash is the biggest hurdle. But mm. the 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 other bosses, it's like it's it's like a, okay, this is it's like getting to the final phase of an ultimate. It's usually the easiest phase, but you're like, I'm here. I'm you're here. you're pumping like, because like, yeah, yeah. Where it's like that's it. We made. It's like getting past double dragons in DSR, or it's like getting past, uh, I don't know. I guess second exa squares or something. I'd say getting past second exa. Squares. And then getting the dragon god, and then like, oh, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Then somebody dies to an exa. Motherfuckers. Yeah. The first exit. You're like, okay, that's it. Any pull could be a clear pull. We're here. We're going to do it. Easy mechanics. For someone dies the first exit, and you're like, well, 
You just hope that no, you, you hope they didn't need to do the first bait, and that your god tier gamers enough to still beat the DPS check. Because you don't want to give up. You don't want to go back without a fight. Oh man, yeah. There's. Why'd you gotta? Why'd you gotta say? Why'd you gotta do yep. that? Yep. I I think Whoops was asking me if I wanted to do DSR. No, he asked me if I wanted to do top. Today? No, not today. In general. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> don't know about that. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. Oh man, I uh, that makes me sweat. Even just thinking of it, I got. The what's it called the the Ligmascape dungeon today and it's the same it's the Phase Five theme from Omega mm. and I didn't like that <laughs> that was it I just didn't like it I like how I said Ligmascape and you went <laughs> the reaction was just like that's yeah. not what it's called <laughs> that's what I call it at the very least. And then you have Criterion Savage, which is Criterion, but don't die, forehead. Don't die. It's also so much damage. Oh, my God. I forgot how much Criterion damage Criterion Savage does. Because the outgoing damage from the bosses is way higher, and they have, like, 15% more health. It's frightening. I think we had, like, several cases where someone had, like, 5,000 health left after an AOE, and I'm just like... Don't let that, don't let that happen again. Please don't let that happen again. But, of course, the real crux of the issue is the rewards. Which are none. Yeah. No, the reward is the friends you made along the way. I had a great time with the people I ran with. Yeah. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do Savage, because I said if, it, if the rewards are... I shit, mean, you kind of had, like, if, this is you we're talking about. You kind of had to do it for content. If they like, said if they said they didn't want to do it, I was going to not do it. If I asked them and they said, I don't really care, I wouldn't have fought for it. I would have been like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing it. But all three of them wanted to do it. So I said, okay, I don't want to, but I'm going to. I'm glad I did. Mm. But I wasn't going to on principle. So mm. now I'm a liar. I've gone back on my word. You know you had to do it. You know they didn't want to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I also just wasn't going to be the one person who didn't want to do it and then grief. Right. You know, a liar with no principles. Yeah, because the rewards are essentially identical to the first one. Yeah. Um, Exactly. The the housing item is better this time. It's the it's the final boss sitting. There. It's like before he activates. It's the it's, yeah yeah the armor yeah, yeah the yeah, samurai yeah, armor yeah. yeah that's 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 what it is. It's, it's nice. It looks great next to my Sildian banner. That's the that's the item from the first. I, one. I, I know I I know I know but yeah yeah that's how I felt and uh, man. You want to know what's even worse? You know what's more insulting about the the reward? What's up? They made it an indoor housing item. We just got outdoor access for Island Sanctuary. If they had made it a fucking outdoor item, it at least can go on my island. 
Instead, it's stuck in my shitty fucking apartment. One thing, one thing I, I've kind of mentioned in passing. When are they going to do combination indoor outdoor items? That is a great. I was thinking the same thing as soon as you said I was talking about it in passing. He's, I was like, he's going to say dual dual function indoor outdoor. Yeah, I don't even think it's possible with the way they're programmed. They'd have to make like a whole new like classification. They'd have to revamp. They've had to revamp housing and how like items work. They would have to rework, rework housing item limits, which please, even though I've seen some people work. They are updating the outdoor limits. We know that, but not till like seven point. Well, there, we know that, but still, like, <sighs> I agree. I agree. I mean, I am of the opinion all housing items should be indoor and outdoor, and that there's no reason to yeah. separate any of them. If yeah. I want to have a fucking bed on my lawn, then let me put my bed on my lawn. Fuck it. If I want to have a fucking fountain indoor, yeah. Let me, let me do that. Yeah. And then that solves my issue of, you know, wanting to the item on my island. Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's on the priority list at all, but I would love to have somebody bring it up. To them, listen. If a fucking shareholder can ask when's my Xenogears remake square, then I can fucking ask when we're getting indoor outdoor shared items. Did you hear about that? The share at a shareholders meeting in at Square Enix, one of the shareholders asked if they could remake Xenogears. <laughs> like one of the fucking shareholders in the meeting asked them. That. First of all, that's not a bad question. <laughs> but secondly, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, if I'm a shareholder, like, yeah, when are we getting to so-and-so in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen? Everyone's <laughs> like, I want to send that shareholder a fruit basket right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, listen, then we can ask about the shared indoor-outdoor housing item thing. That's got to be a, a priority question for somebody at some point. Uh, housing just needs overall the housing in general, the way we obtain housing, the way we maintain housing. It overall, just needs a if anything that needs a rework. That's gonna All be the seven point X project, maybe. May I didn't say it is. I said maybe. <laughs> yeah, like. See, normally, if uh, if I get a chance to ask Yoshi P anything, it's one of the things that's always going to be about crafting gathering. This time, I really want to like ask about housing, and even though it's like it's torture him, it's almost like nightmare to him. Nightmare, yeah, that's almost like a nightmare question to him. But it's a concern. It's a legitimate concern on everybody's mind. So, including Aloha. Yeah. He's he's here. He's yeah. here and he is at oh yeah, you want on my lap? Come here. Come here. Alright, there he is. Ah. Yeah. That um, cat's wondering about housing right there. Yeah, he heard mm. we were talking about housing and he's like, Where's mine? Hi. You look fucking miserable, cat. Beyond miserable. There you go. No desk. No desk. Aloha. Um, what was I going to say about, um, oh, so the, that actually is a good segue because 
I think there's a reason why these Criterion Rewards look like they ignored everyone. I think we have a Pagos. Okay. I think we have a Pagos problem here. Okay. When Pagos came out, they said that essentially in their pipeline, Pagos was already like well past the point of being able to take feedback. They had already decided it would be exactly as it is. It was already well underway and it would have delayed it. Now, with two patches in between, I'm a little less inclined to believe that. But I have a feeling they committed to this exact reward structure well before the first one was even done. And thus, it would have to take until the final criterion before anything could happen, if at all. There's also a few other issues. They can't do something like add a check mark for like a weekly lockout thing. Like if you wanted like a twine or whatever, they'd have to, because the, the instance fundamentally doesn't have that built in. They have to build instances on the code that has that shit or it becomes a fucking mm-hmm. hassle to put it in there. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because it's, I don't think it's a good reason. I don't think it's a good excuse. And I think if it is going to be something that I think you get ahead of it and say, say that before it's released. Because if you say it after, especially with what happened with Pagos, it looks like you you lose a little of good faith on the on the comment. I suppose. Because they say it after like like let's let's say FanFest comes around. Six point five part one, they should be confirming a third criterion. We already know there's a third one. They they told us that ages ago. So if they take the time to then say that we had feedback, you know, or gonna, and then they talk about it, it seems reactionary and it doesn't seem as genuine. You know what I think? I think this is going to be really, really, really fucking scummy. I think 6.5, you do get your rewards. But it's a do all three kind of thing. You know, it's fine. Kind of like what you kind of like what you have to do for coins and shit with um with uh what you call it the twenty four man. Like what we'll have to do for for twenty four man. It's so funny that you mentioned. You have to do all. It's so. I've already had this exact discussion. I I made it sound way more Final Fantasy eleven though. I was like, here's what they're going to do. You're going to need the manuscript from all three savages, and that will buy you an access item to Criterion Ultimate, which is against the three secret bosses, since they're not used in the Criterion or Criterion Savages. And then you have one attempt to win, and then if you fail, you have to collect the manuscripts again. (laughs) I was like, this is the most... That's scummy. That's Final Fantasy XI scum right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most Final Fantasy XI shit anyone has ever said. <laughs> it's so stupid. I do think there's going to be a reward for all three manuscripts, and I'm going to have to go back and do it again, because I've already spent them. I'm so fucking sure there's going to be another a reward for all three manuscripts at some point. And what's the reward? A housing item. Indoor. <laughs> Not a mount. Not not a piece of gear, housing item. And material. <laughs> it's an indoor housing item, and it's just a picture of Yoshi P doing this. 
Like, not even, like, wandering minstrel, just Yoshi P. <laughs> just giving you a thumbs up. Uh, a suit of armor holding a banner and whatever comes from... It's, it's, it's the all-in-one. It's the fusion housing item. That's it. <laughs> and a sparkler. The one time Moko giving a thumbs Moko just giving a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, with the banner over his shoulder and whatever the last reward is. <laughs> it's a painting of Vieira and Hrothgar wearing hats. There you go. Oh. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, I thought I, I thought what That's I said was fucked up. up. That's fucked up. Jeez. Jesus Christ is right. Man, it's just it's so unfortunate because again, they nailed it. Every aspect of it is great. Except the rewards. Now, slide. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the show, I told mm -hmm. you there would be a common thread between all of 6.45 that I think is the chief discussion that needs to be had at some point. What is it now that we've discussed everything from the patch? Blue. Once it's staggered content. Staggering content's fine. Mm. Not rewards. Staying power? You're close. I mean, you're pretty much right on, but I want you to say exactly what I'm thinking. Like, from staying power? Um, yeah. Say it. There's one Should word. Should this have been six point? No, oh, there's one, one word that, that is, is tangential to staying power. I want to hear you say it. Replayability. Well, you read chat for that one, but no, you're still pretty close, though. Still still in the right area. First letter um, is correct. Role playability? Rewards! <laughs> rewards! I said re No, you didn't. Rewards, you said replayability, and you said uh, whatever, the, the staying power. Rewards, rewards, rewards. We The carrot and the stick is very necessary. Because you can have an amazing piece of content and no, and no good rewards and nobody will fucking do it. Or you can have people bitch and moan about Boja and still do it. Okay. Hildebrand, rewards. Eh. Not really too concerned with it. I mean, your reward Relic, for Hildebrand is doing the Manderville weapon in this particular case. Which then. Yeah, and that's the thing with the, with the relic. Yeah, the relic, your, your reward is your weapon. Congratulations. Good job. Um. Blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Every everything, yeah, yeah. 
the whole patch is marred hmm. by not good rewards. Now keep in mind, what is a good reward is uh-huh. tough to determine. Yeah. We have content that has very limited rewards that people will do repeatedly. But then we have content that has no rewards that's good that people won't do at all. Criterion is that is that one particular case where mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how fun it is, doesn't matter how good of a skill it is, no matter how good it is, very few people will go out of their way to do it. And especially do it 25 times potentially for the mount. But meanwhile, an extreme trial has a mount, has a crafting item that's eventually used to make glowier versions of the weapons, or a housing mm-hmm. item, or a barding for your chocobo. So you have a tangential mount reward practically. And then you, of course, have the weapons themselves, which people glam and or use as an alternative to crafted gear. And people will run that mm-hmm. 50 to 100 times to get a mount even if they only want them out. But all of that's still there. Criterion just has them out, and you can't get anyone to do it. Yep. It's a real fucking struggle. Vanderbilt weapons, I just do tomes. 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 That's it. Tomes. Roulettes. That's, I don't, what if I want to do something else with my tomes? What if, I don't want to spend 6,000 tomes per weapon for 19 weapons. What if I just wanted an option? There's so many... I just want better rewards than Endwalker Slide. They keep trying all these things. And it's fine. But they don't know how to reward them. And by the time they do, it's too little too late. Precisely. That Criterion 6.5, whoop fucking do if it has the rewards by then. <laughs> but would you? If they did, if they did add in 6.5, would you go back and do it? Would I go back? I mean, I'm going to have fucking like 50 weeks of gear by that point. At that point, I'm just going to... For whatever reward... For whatever reward they would offer, would you go back and do? If there is a good reward for me going back and doing the old ones, yes, I will go back and do it. If 6.5's new criterion has twines and shines, I have no reason to do it for that anymore because it was too late. But what I can tell people is that it is a good alternative for twines and shines. But by that point, they're fucking unlocked anyway. So who gives a shit? You can just get them from the hunt. Too little, too late. Yep. And that's that's the that's the curse. That's what they've that's what they've cornered themselves into, and that is going to make waiting for seven that much harder. So they better fucking blow our minds next Friday. <laughs> Obviously, I never stop playing, but I would like to play more than once every I don't know how often while waiting for seven I wouldn't mind playing the game. It'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, you got a billion other games coming out in the next however many months. A 
billion, Sly. A billion. Sly. Armored cores in five weeks. And Green Man Gaming has a 13% discount if you plan on playing it on Steam. <laughs> and then, of course, again, Baldur's Gate. I still don't You know. won't be playing it. I will. I might, I, but I, I don't will. know if I'm ever going to finish it. That's the point. It's it's a D&D session. You can, you can take it as long as you fucking want to. It's okay. I'm going to forget it's what's okay. happening every week, Sly. I don't even remember what I ate yesterday. Oh, my God. I'm gonna need a fucking six hour you, you refresher never, every you day. You never watch. You never watch Crit Roll. No, I can't remember. You've never seen Critical Roll? No. Hmm. This doesn't mean this I suddenly remember it any better. Sit. Hmm. And I never crit. So why insult myself? That's just me being salty. I apologize. Yeah, there's Super Mario RPG Remake. There's Armored Core. I think that Wayfinder game I wanted to check out comes out this year. Um, mm-hmm. What else? The Remnant 2, I think, just came out or comes out. or Yeah, I think that came out today. Pikmin out 4, soon. I think, came out today as well. Uh, and then there's 7 Rebirth in the next, like, nine months as well. There's Theater of the... Oh, I got yeah. my DDR pad coming. I'm ready. Theater Rhythm what? They've just been doing DLC updates, like, every so often. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's like, they like, Sea of Stars, happening? yeah. Sea of Stars is, unfortunately, yep. only four days after Armored Core. August 29th for Sea of Stars, August 25th for Armored Core. Mm. That sucks. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Lies of P is September 19th. The Suikoden remasters. We're not going to talk about Starfield. Star Ocean 2, HD 2D, Iodin Chronicles. Spider-Man 2, dude, the new trailer for Spider-Man! All right. I might actually have to play Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Yakuza, the... Yakuza, um, the, uh, the Kiryu, uh, Yakuza Gaiden, November. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll be plenty fine on the we have other things to do. But I want to play 14 in that time. 6.5 should be October-ish. 6.55 probably December-ish. And then it's like, we have, we also have like the rising event in August, which apparently is like a special 10th anniversary rising. And then we have the Moogle event, which is a special 10th anniversary Moogle event and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear, actually, you want to know something else that's kind of shocked me. Um, we have been making fun of Exoprimal as not Dino Crisis. And apparently it's really fucking good. Exoprimal. <laughs> Like, nothing like what it was marketed as, from what I've come to understand. <laughs> like, way, way better than the game mode they initially, like, unveiled it with and t- and spoke about through, like, most of their marketing. So that's mm-hmm. kind of nice. It's Cap... I don't know why I doubt Capcom anymore. I, I, they've... It is, it, is, it is Cap God. It has been Cap God for God knows how long at this point. So I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know why I expected anything less than another banger, but that'll teach me, I guess. <laughs> I'll say about that. <laughs> so yeah, we got a busy gaming season ahead of us, <clears throat> and uh, I'm excited for it. I just wish I was as excited for the 14 updates that are coming. 
I'd look forward to seeing them through, is as I would describe it. But with that, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a patch. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a patch, all right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So let's wrap this up and get on with our weekends. Yay! I'm gonna play DDR. Actually, I gotta render something and then I'm gonna play DDR. I'm good. <clears throat> anyway, uh, as a reminder, next week there will be no show. Sly is going to be at FanFest. So we will do the FanFest show the week after that. <clears throat> and we will probably take several weeks to cover all the topics that come out of FanFest because with a live letter, the opening keynote, and just general discussion. Plus, I would like to do a dedicated Criterion show. Uh, not just me rambling on about it for about an hour. So all sorts of stuff. We got a lot of shows planned for August. At the very least. So, and Sly also has some ideas for stuff he wants to do so we can fit some stuff in there as well. Plenty of ideas. So with that, uh, let's tell everyone what we're doing. Sly, thanks for joining me for the week. Thank you. What are you up to? For having you. What are you up to? Uh, well, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me in Las Vegas next week at FanFest. If you see me, say hi. I don't bite hard. Um, but, yeah, just say hi. Uh, like, uh, I'm just, I'm there. So, if you do see me, just say hi. Um, today, today. Right after this, I'm having a glam competition over on Primal. Um, it'll be at the FC house. I can give you the details and whatnot. It'll be at the FC house over on Primal. Um, there'll be gill rewards for the top three, and then the top overall will get 10 million gill and a their choice of outfit on the online store. So, if you are interested in entering, just come over to the FC house, like, once we get logged in and everything after this. And it'll start at 6 p.m. Eastern. And it'll, uh, and Kai Oka Star will be guest hosting, because Kai is all about the glam. Um, yeah, that's what I've got going on. Imagine if Kai hated glam, but just really liked doing fashion report. Just imagine. What a what a whirlwind realization that would be. Yeah. And something else, <laughs> Sly? What'd you forget, Sly? How could you do this? And something else? And something else? What? I don't know. What? I don't know. What's the something else? No, I'm asking. What You're am I glam. forgetting? Your glam. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My glam. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. That's part of Glamour Contest, because there was, for my Fantasia-thon, there was an incentive where, you know, uh, if we reach a certain number of subs, my my Lubu Glam, that is my main Glam, that's been my main Glam for God knows how long, Chad's going to get rid of that and pick something else, with Kai's help, because I don't trust Chad as far as I can throw. So, yeah, that's happening, too. Yeah, that it's happening at the end of it. So there. That's it. 
What are you up to? Me? Hey, thanks for asking. Um, I have uh, I had some sponsor stuff today. I have some sponsor stuff over the weekend. But other than that, I'm trying to just organize everything. Once the DDR pad comes in, that's when plans really get fun. <clears throat> but I do have some stuff mm-hmm. I need to make good on. I recently held a streamathon, and uh, mm-hmm. we met a bunch of goals there. I already did one of them, but I have a giveaway to do. I have a Pokemon shiny hunting stream to do. I have tactics to do. Uh, final, Final Fantasy tactics. Um, I got to look through the rest, but I owe a bunch of stuff. So I got to knock that out. Of course, FanFest, I'm going to be co-streaming the whole thing since I won't be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be a good time. Uh, obviously, Armored Core 6 next month. And before that, I'm trying to decide because I have a few options. I hopped into Diablo for the first time last night to check that out. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I played thousands of hours of Diablo games. I just didn't get yeah. into Diablo when it came out. What do you think so far? I mean, thank God I didn't play before the nerf, so I don't give a shit about anything they've done. I'm just blowing corpses up. Because why? Of course I'm blowing corpses up. Why wouldn't I blow corpses up? I literally play Diablo games to blow corpses up. I live for corpse explosion. And as soon as I had it, that was it. Just, just fucking corpses all over the place. Just like dominoes. Just... Over and over again. Good thing on Necro is as fun as it is as soon as you start playing it. <clears throat> Other than that, I'm still figuring a few things out as I go. YouTube and whatnot. Doing more of the usual over there. 6.45 stuff rendering. Jim. I actually have some boxes I need to undo here. I have a new sound system for when I do the DDR streams. I have a cat tower to replace the ones that I got rid of because I did some spring cleaning. And I forgot what that other box is. <laughs> Because boxes just show up, and then I'm like, what did I do? Either way, though, I'm just uh, keeping busy. Can't ask for much else at this point. So that's what I have going on. Busy, busy, busy is what I have going on. Anyway, though, I think that's going to be a wrap for our show this week. Thank you again to everyone for watching. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon for supporting. They don't have to. They choose to because uh, everything is free for State of the Realm. We don't. We don't monetarily gate any content, to put that in a complicated manner. So enjoy. Enjoy, 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 and thank you. And also thanks to Steel Series and all the affiliates and whatnot for supporting the the channel as well. With that, we're going to go to a short post show, and then I got to get to working out because uh, I got to work out because I have to. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to. I'm going to burn billions of billions of calories on DDR as I normally do. Billions, Sly. Billions. Billions. Just you wait, man. <laughs> you haven't even seen the half of it. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting geared up and ready to go. When that metal pad gets here, they ain't ready. They ain't ready for it. Okay. Anyway, with that, I'll see you all tomorrow and sly will see you in an hour well he'll see you in like 15 minutes but his thing starts in an hour so yeah. yeah all right until then we're gonna do a short post show but on youtube bye everyone see, see you after, soon see you after fan fest well he'll see you soon if you're at fan fest i'll see if you're staying at home and are a loser like me so that's fine god